of Balls and Beers, everybody. LA is our house's signature MLS prediction show. That's right, baby. MLS is back, along with all its wackiness and unpredictability and, and its craziness that uh, that follows. You know, like goalkeepers not getting red cards for using their hands in the midfield. You know, just stuff like that. Um, I, I feel like we have to like, do like these side bets. Uh, I forgot about that stuff. You know what's funny is that I was going to actually bring up with you that we should do parlays. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was thinking about that. Uh, and we'll, you know what? We'll, we'll get into the pick six uh, a little later in the show. Uh, let's go ahead and introduce the guys. Mr. David Arona. Hey, La Salchicha. And Mr. Bobby Lepe. Hey, it's me. I like how David has to give himself his own nickname. Well, usually, because Lewis used to do it. Well, I, I give him his nickname, but he just decided to use it on his own. But yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Mr. And Mr. Galaxy. Bobby. Yeah, we're off, to, we're off to a swimming start. Swing yeah. and swing and start. I just, I just never have to stay. <laughs> so. I am your host, Lewis Barone. So, okay, so uh, if you guys haven't seen uh, on the MLS uh, app, uh, they did a prediction game. I think it was sponsored by MGM, obviously. And yeah. um, basically, there's there's six games that you predict the the outcome, just just like we do. But there's six specific games. Plus, there's another like prop bet, I yeah, guess. Yeah, like a side bet. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll say uh, which team scores first, or what's the halftime score, or what who scores like yeah, first. who scores first. What minute is the is the first goal going to drop? Just stuff like that. And you get extra bonus points if you get those. I actually haven't checked my score for the past week. But, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Like, we have, we should have, like, some wacky, like, prop bets. Like, like that. Like, hey, how many goalkeepers will be, you know, making an incredible save at, at midfield? And not get sent off for it. Um, but that's MLS for you. And it's definitely back, baby. So, all right. Balls and Beards is back as well. How did we do in week number one? A week where we had very little to no information about how the teams will be doing. Russ definitely on most, if not all. I think it's on all the teams. So uh, we kind of swung for the fences. So we either got off to a really, really good start or dug ourselves one hell of a ditch to get out of um, after one week. So, here we go. Winner of week number one in season four. Yours truly takes it down. With a seven and six record, 22 points. So, I will have an extra double down for week number two. David had the exact same seven and six record, but with 14 points. And Bobby had a six and seven record with nine points which actually if, if you're looking at the records uh and the points together you're you can kind of see that we're hitting at least for me we're hitting our big bets and we're losing the little ones so it's not how many games you're winning it's how many points you're scoring so the more confidence you have in a game and you're winning those games the better off you are i know i hit a lot of my big bets uh that's, that's what propelled me to my score so um so yeah we actually had a good amount uh, of submissions in from listeners and the winner of week number one for uh, the listeners is Miss Michelle Hootink who goes eight and five with a 28 point week so beat all of us damn beat that is all of us um, so 
Good job, Michelle. You will have an extra double down for week number two. Uh, should you choose to, to use it, uh, 28 points, by the way, is the Balls and Beers record for week number one. I'm going to start doing that now, too, because we're four seasons oh, nice. in. Right? Historical. So, so I, Historical. So, yes. Uh, we weeklies. Nice. Yes. Yes. Stats. Yes. So I love stats. They're all in front of me. So there it is. Michelle, Michelle has uh, the record for week number one at 28 points. We know that Bobby has the overall record. Uh, uh, which was broken four weeks in a row last year, or three weeks in a row. So, um, it'll be hard well, to be. forty-one. Is it forty-one? No, it was like thirty-eight. He no. didn't. He didn't hit forty yet. He was close. He was very close, but he didn't. Uh, he did not hit uh, forty. Um, yeah, Damn, some other good records that I will that, that I will put on there in second place. Uh, Mr. Jeff Goldberg had the same eight and five record. But with 10 less points, 18 points, which is still a solid record, beats David and Bobby. But again, uh, Michelle probably bet bigger on the games that she did win. And good friend of the show, Madam Serrano, starts off with a bang. It took him at least like 20 weeks for him to do this <laughs> last season. Uh, he goes he goes 7 and 6, 17 points. Uh, also beats David and Bobby in week number one. So, so good on them. Now, I- I'm going to say this. Because... Us three, I'm going to ask you guys, us three only have to play against us three to get an extra double down. There are multiple and a lot more than three players in the listener submission. So I'm going to say 33% of the top overall for the week gets a double down. What do you guys say? That many? Well, if we're going by one out of three, it's 33% of, of players that we have, you know, it's just us three. Sorry, That's are you, are you, so are you asking? Are you asking us to do math? I feel like that. Bump, I, can, I feel like that. Bumps, I can do the math. I just I need like a yes or no. A, <laughs> I feel like that bumps too much, too much a number of players that may leave too many that don't get it too much in the dust and not, not be able to recuperate. I think that gives us an incentive to do better. No, it has nothing to do with us. Too. It's about the, the listeners. It's about the listeners, the the, the other players. All right. David, are you drinking he's, your 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 rum or something? What's, what's no, happening? No, 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 no. Scotch. I finished. I finished in the middle. Had I had I won the week, I think I would have poured myself a scotch because usually that bodes poorly for me. That means I'm going to end up in last place. Uh, and and if I had a terrible week, I definitely would have been hitting the scotch because I'm already off to a bad start. But I think the middle. I think my goal for this year is to stay in the middle. Wow. Stay in the middle of the okay. pack. That was a long... Well, I mean okay. that would be improvement from so, literally how, every other season <laughs> so so lewis you're saying so you're Aww. saying uh 30 percent of the of the listener so how about we, why don't we do why don't we do this and really this should be an off off air conversation that we should have had in the 10 minutes that we were waiting for you to drive uh at home <laughs> but how about we do this of the <sighs> listeners who get a positive score and beat all three of us all of those listeners should get a double down. So if 50 people beat us, 50 people get the extra double down. Actually, I think that's a better one. It's because it's less, it, it'll be less of a number but than, what 30, happens, than the 30%. But what happens I think. if nobody beats all three of us, but they still have a positive record and they're still the overall uh, leaders in everyone who submitted? 
I think the old rule still stays. Yeah, top. just give the one person the, the double down, the one okay, listener person, enough. but additional okay. people, additional people that beat us, I think deserve that extra double down. Okay, okay, we'll go ahead and and leave it that way. So if you're able to beat all three of us, you will oh, also we better. We're get gonna the double suck down this year, and everybody's gonna get so lucky. Okay, so there it is. Uh, okay, well as it stands, Michelle is still the only one that beat all three of us because uh, Jeff and Madam uh, still were not able to best me. So Michelle. You alone will get the extra double down uh, for week number two. All right, guys. So let's go ahead and get our uh, picks in for uh, week number two, which, by the way, for what it's worth, I mean, we're saying that week one is really, really hard because there's no information. We have no idea how the teams are going to come out. But I feel like week number two and three are actually a little tougher only because there's a lot of teams that may have deceived us in week number one. Yeah. Yeah, there's other so, factors for sure. Yeah, so sure. Um, we'll see how we do in week two. I was looking back, and week two traditionally doesn't do uh, go too well for us. So, all right, uh, let's go ahead and get started. David, go ahead and crack open that beer. All right, here we go. Ooh, there it is. That's actually perfect. Because of that, I'm going to have you go first. Um New England versus Chicago is game number one. Let's get your pick. All right, so New England... I felt like they were a little hard done last week. Um, they they got hard done by VAR. Um, they allowed Montre- Montreal to come back um, and uh, and actually beat them. Very very impressive. Uh, uh, Chicago looked like like they created some chances against Seattle, but not a lot of them. So I feel like Chicago. It's the type of team that's going to score, maybe score one goal and then just hold on. Uh, they weren't able to do it against Seattle uh, last week, so. Um, this is New England's um, home opener. Uh, Bruce Arena looked fairly annoyed yesterday uh, in, in his game. So I think I'm going to give the win to New England here. I'm not super confident. I'm going to go confidence of two. All right. Bobby? Yeah. Um, as you were saying, you know, there may, it may be. There may be different outcomes this week because of uh, some res- of how things seemed to end last week in some games. Uh, like it was about like three of them that pretty much ended in stoppage time and turned the games around. Um, last week's game against New England versus Montreal, yeah, you know, New England did really have the the short end of the stick and a lot of calls and and their goal being called back. But man, those those Montreal goals, man, they were pretty amazing. That uh, uh, that second that's one. That's a that's uh, a one in a million from Rudy. Yeah, no, for real. But he, I mean, it was awesome. He's missed some sitters in MLS. <laughs> yeah, no, but I mean, it was yeah, awesome. It was, it was I mean, a great you can't take yeah. that away. Uh, Chicago versus Seattle last week. I mean, Chicago was doing fairly well with the Seattle team that could not really get their head on straight. But the moment they did, uh, it was yeah. over. Um, and Seattle really pretty much just fought back right back into that game to take it. Um, in this. In this series, New England versus Chicago, I don't see both teams being strong enough to overcome one another. I know I should be going with New England for home field advantage, but I'm actually going to go for a draw here with the confidence of two. All right. So, Bobby, again, with uh, different bets. Uh, um, Yeah, a lot of those last week. Um, So, these are two teams that went down. Chicago was supposed to go down and put up a hell of a fight. It wasn't for injury time goal. They would have scored a point uh, again against a very tough Seattle team and a very tough venue. And New England kind of, I don't want to say too shocking, but Montreal is, I know it's only one game. I understand it's only one game. But Montreal also 
knocked out Costa Rican powerhouse Saprisa. They have won the Champions League before. I mean, it was a while ago, but they've done it before. And Montreal was able to knock them out and uh, have a two-goal lead on the road. So Mr. Henri must be doing something right. And they just picked up a hell of a piece earlier today. But um, I think New England will recover. And they're playing against Chicago. It's going to be their home opener. I think they're going to get that bump. I think Chicago will give them a a steady fight. But Chicago has gone on the road twice, and you had to go cross-country and then all the way back. I'm going to give the edge to New England. I'm going to give New England the win with a confidence of three. For a minute, I got confused with which game. And we were talking about, I was like, Montreal, yeah, everyone I didn't was pick talking, Montreal. Everybody was, picking, was talking about Montreal. All right. We'll get there. Uh, That's true. Yeah. All right. So let's just go ahead. I'm going to skip on my, the next game on my list. And we're going to go straight to the Montreal game. We're going, we're going, no, 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 no. Well, no, I, well, I already said on. what I had to say then. Uh, it's literally only one game. The, the Montreal game started on my list. Dallas versus Montreal. We'll go ahead and get that one out of the way. Both of these teams won their opening game. Does anything give in this game, Bobby? Um, I'm going to give this one to Dallas. Uh, I think the home field advantages will be, be will be uh, will be really prevalent in this game. Montreal, yeah, as you were as you were just saying, Lewis, um, they did they did look like a good team. I think they're going to be strong this year, but in this game, I'm giving Dallas the confidence and the win for three confidence points. All right, David, look, Dallas looked really good against Philadelphia last week. They were running circles around Philadelphia's defense. Um, Montreal, yeah. like, like we're saying, they stayed in the game. They kept it uh, close with New England. Uh, and I think that <clears throat> with the Maxi Rudy magic that happened uh, at the end of that game, I don't know if they're going to be able to do that again. So I'm going home field advantage for Dallas. I have a confidence of three. All right. Yeah, Dallas played very well against Philadelphia, but Philadelphia is one of those teams where I said uh, they may not make the playoffs. They may make the playoffs. Uh, it For me, Philadelphia is very much unknown, and Dallas took advantage of it, as they should have. Montreal might be a surprise this year. I don't think I have them in the playoffs. I think I have them down at the bottom of the standings. I think I even said that Miami may be even uh, above Montreal. Not so fast. Montreal may very well be a player after all, and they picked up a new player. I don't think he starts on Saturday. I don't think he's going to feature. No, he, he's going to need um, to go through the, yeah. the importing process. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I, that's what I figured. But I think Montreal makes this a little tougher for Dallas. But ultimately, I, I had to choose Dallas just because it, it's uh, in Dallas. I'm going to give the home field advantage there. and uh, But... I was very tempted to call this a draw, but I'm going to go with Dallas here. Uh, confidence of two. So I'll go one lower than you guys. RSL versus the New York Red Bulls. David, what's your pick? Um, RSL in uh, Orlando was uh, relatively blah kind of game. They didn't create much versus Garbage. Orlando. Garbage cup? Garbage. Um, the Red Bulls, uh, they're hard to gauge because they dominated – on uh, over the weekend uh, against Cincinnati, but 
you know, a lot of that could be just Cincinnati making them look good. But they also got scored on twice by Cincinnati. So it's, like I said, hard to gauge. I think, again, this is home field advantage for RSL. I think they get the win, but I have a confidence of two. All right, Bobby, what do you say? Yeah, David pretty much said it all because uh, last week's game versus Orlando versus RSL was pretty bland game. I really couldn't see anything out of both of them really shine. Um, our Red Bulls, like David said, they scored they scored quite a bit, but they also got scored on three to two um, against Cincinnati. So I really, it's really hard for me to say that they're going to go into our in in Salt Lake and and take over that game as well. I'm going to go with the draw here. Confidence of one. All right. So as has already been said, RSL played in the Garbage Cup and it definitely lived up to that name, a scoreless draw, not much going on highlight-wise. New York played against a poor Cincinnati team. We're up 3-1 to one and for the most part dominated the game and then got scored on late in the game. The scoreline, I think, is a little bit misleading. I think New York, uh, a 3-1 probably would have been a very fair scoreline. Either way, again, I'm not really sure how to gauge New York, as said before, because they're playing against Cincinnati, and RSL is hard to gauge as well. But I, I kind of feel that because of that, they kind of cancel each other out. I I want to say I'm looking toward like a, a, another ugly one-one draw. I May I, I wouldn't even be surprised if this is another zero-zero draw for RSL. I'm going to take the draw as well. Give them a confidence of two. DC United versus Miami. Interesting game for me, David. Uh, yeah, DC. I think got surprised a little bit last week against Colorado. Um, that no, I don't think anybody saw that one coming. Um, Colorado pulling out the win there in DC. Uh, Miami looking uh, not bad against a, a very tired and wary LAFC. Um, still, I don't think they did much in terms of uh, creating chances and and you know capitalizing on them. It was it was a rather boring game, as a matter of fact. Um, with that said, DC, uh, they're, they're going to want to um, put a stamp uh, on, on this expansion team. They want to be able to regain some points that I feel like they lost last week. So I, I'm going to go with DC with the confidence of four. Another high confidence for DC. You had them locked last yeah, week. Yeah, I did. Bobby, where do you stand? Yeah, D.C. last game against Colorado, I mean, they were dominant the majority of the game, and then they kind of just put the foot off the pedal, and that's when Colorado came in and really stung them um, with two really good goals. Uh, Miami, I mean, I thought the, they came in pretty well against LAFC. LAFC did not really look like a tired team at all, especially in the first half. The first half wasn't as boring as I think David thinks is, is saying it is. I, I think it really tied... It really died out on the second half for sure. But, I mean, Miami came in. They're very aggressive. Um, they showed that they're not noobs on the ball. You know, uh, freaking um, Ro- Robles made some incredible saves yeah. again and Yeah, again. Robles was good. Um, I think Miami is going to make an upset in D.C. I'm actually going for them this time with the confidence wow. of two. Miami. Wow. So, in, in typical Bobby fashion... He's the first one to bet with an expansion side. The first one to actually do it, and he uh, he keeps that going. So this is one of those tricky games for me. It's one of the ones that are misleading. Is DC United really that bad losing to Colorado at home? Was it a fluke? 
was it just an off day? Did, is Miami better than we thought? Hanging in there on the road with LAFC and needing a, a spectacular goal. It, it, that, that was the difference. Miami could have easily pulled off at least one point from that. Um, I feel that Miami, if, if, I mean, if they did a cross-country, and I, I got to feel that the travel also plays a factor. It's got to come all the way back. On the road again. I feel like they can pull a result. But I'm not going... I can't pull the trigger on them yet, and I can't pull the trigger on DC. I'm actually kind of indecisive. Like I said, I have no idea how to gauge either of these two teams. I'm going to go ahead and make this the Balls and Beers Cup. I'm going to give this game a draw. Confidence of two. Toronto versus NYCFC. David? Um... NYCFC uh, surprised a little bit, I think. Well, uh, you know what? No, I, I don't want to say surprised because I think Columbus, as we had said in our MLS preview, I think Columbus is actually going to be a pretty good team this year. Uh, NYCFC obviously tired from the uh, CCL match that they had this week. But now now they're going to rebound. Uh, they go to Toronto. I think they're able to overcome that. I think they get the win in Toronto. I have a confidence of three for NYCFC. Bobby? I feel the same way. Uh, NYCFC did a... I think they did... Yeah, you could totally see they had tired legs in the last game against the crew. But yeah, like David said, we all kind of already expected that the crew that was going to be playing better this year. Um, quality was going to be was gonna be t- uh, turned up a notch. TFC, they played fine. I think I was more surprised on how, how well San Jose took that game. Um, so... I'm kind of feeling an NYCFC win here. I'm going to go with the confidence of two. All right. Um, so, again, NYCFC, we knew that they were going to be tough. Uh, David had them winning the Eastern Conference. Uh, Bobby and I had them in number two uh, based on a very serious injury to our number one. It looks like NYCFC should be the number one now. Uh, we'll talk about that later. But a team that was hard to gauge in – Week number one, they started the game with a red card. They played the entire game a man down. Not entirely sure how to gauge that team on the road against, uh, you know, decent competition. Uh, I got to figure that NYCFC is going to be, you know, fine. Um, but Toronto had a uh, had a win pretty much stolen from them in the final seconds in San Jose. Took a, uh, a once again a. a a golazo in the in the dying seconds to um, for San Jose to earn that draw. I got a feeling about this game. I think Toronto back home again. They're they're at home. Uh, that place will be rocking. I I think they did. I think they did a pretty good job in San Jose. I got a feeling here. I'm going to go ahead and take the home team on this one. I'm going to take Toronto with a confidence of two. Atlanta versus Cincinnati. Um, and um, Joseph Martinez suffers an ACL tear and is done for the entire season. Guys, what happens to Atlanta from here on out? When I guess more specifically, what happens this week against Cincinnati? Bobby, let's start with you. 
Yeah, I can't tell you what happens here on out, but I can tell you in this game, um, I still believe that there the Atlanta's a deep enough team uh, and has enough uh, attacking power in order to win over Cincinnati at home. I'm going to give them a confidence of three. Um, it sucks that Martinez is gone. That's going to be a different situation uh, when it goes when it's when it's long term. That's that's different when it comes to that. But this this game, they win confidence of three. David, what do you say? I got to agree with Bobby. There's no way that Atlanta is not deep enough to handle FC Cincinnati. <clears throat> it doesn't matter that um, Joseph Martinez uh, is, uh, you know, suffered that, that terrible injury. And, and you know, <clears throat> honestly, like, I feel as a MLS geek, I feel like, uh, you know, MLS won't be the same uh, this year without Joseph Martinez. I think he makes it far more entertaining. And I, and I think that with Atlanta, like it, they go from like a almost pinned in lock or double down against any team that they usually face. Uh, I'm going to have to bring down my expectations for them this year. I, like I said, against Cincinnati, I think it's not going to be a problem. Um, <clears throat> with that said, Cincinnati last week, uh, looked uh dangerous you know against the red bulls uh, uh locadia is uh you know scored a nice goal and i think that once they sort of get things settled with their own situation you know they might be uh, you know make some a little bit of noise but not against atlanta and especially not against um you know the week after they lose martinez um guys i don't know if you saw this but uh i think it was during ccl uh Joseph Martinez did the um, the Dragon Ball Z like half the the the, the fusion uh, thing that that he used to do with uh, Miguel Almiron, and today Almiron scored and did the other half of the fusion um, thing in honor of uh, his friend Joseph Martinez. I thought that that was really cool. Um, Anyway, long story short, uh, I have Atlanta with a confidence of four. All right. So uh, uh, since we don't talk about this in the regular show, I'll just say this. I think any aspirations that Atlanta had, they're, they're now gone. Uh, I'm not saying that the season is just thrown away, um, but I, I can confidently say unless you get a replacement, I'm not sure if um, – I mean, I don't think they're going to be able to bring in another player that's a DP caliber to replace him, even if he is on the injury list, he is being put on the season in uh, uh, season injury list. So I'm not sure how that works. I don't think they're going to replace him with obviously someone as talented. Um, but any trophy aspirations are not gone. Champions League is now out of the picture. There's no way they can win it anymore. Uh, I think the same thing goes for MLS Cup. I don't think they can win that anymore. I still think they make the playoffs. I still think they have a very very, very good team. But um, you actually, without that player, you're you went from elite to probably very good um, i mean but we, yeah honestly like we have to see what they do in the summer and you have to remember that gbs and dtk have unlocked this new sort of version of bringing in a guy on loan right and you know so it's atlanta, possible that atlanta does something like that right right you know what and I mean? that's what i'm saying so I, I don't I'm think you, sure you should leave him for out. dead but i um, i think that uh at the moment at fine. the moment from where they are i i think like i said i still think they make the playoffs uh, i just don't think they're winning the eastern conference if, if if the if the the squad stays the way it is I, I don't see them winning the eastern conference uh they still have a really good team they should be fine they'll still be competitive that's what i'm saying uh they'll be competitive it just won't be certain wins 
down the road, we're like, oh, yeah, that's an easy Atlanta win. Like, uh, they may win, but uh, I can see them losing as well now. Um, not in this game, though. Luckily, they got Cincinnati. I think the team is good enough to beat Cincinnati. Uh, Cincinnati has to go on the road. And um, Atlanta, uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium is always rocking. This is going to be their home opener. So uh, I feel that um, that's going to give them that extra bump, that extra push, that extra motivation. I got Atlanta winning this game as well. And I'm going to go ahead and lock it with the five. Let's go ahead and double it. I'll make it a 10 for Atlanta. Wow. San Jose FC, versus... C. <laughs> After all that shit, I know. Yeah, right. It's, it's well, no, then, knock then on he's leaving from he's leaving him for dead. Come on, yeah. Um, San Jose versus Minnesota is our next game. Bobby, start with you. As well as well as Minnesota did against Portland um, last week, uh, I just feel like San Jose is gonna do what San Jose does and just upsets people at home. Um, I'm gonna give San Jose this win, confidence of three. All right, Bobby. I'm sorry, David. I was going to say, he just said it. Uh, Last week, San Jose came back from a two-goal deficit. A golazo from Alanis. Uh, Maybe it wasn't a golazo because then again, I think he was trying to cross it. I don't know if it was a shot. Um, It still – it looked – it looked – yeah, whatever. It was yeah, a good yeah. Fuck I, I, I like Minnesota surprised the hell out of everybody going into Portland and going up, what, 3-1? 3-1 on 3-1. Portland? 3 um, I think this might be the game of the week, you guys. Last year, 100% guarantee you this is Garbage Cup. I think this is game of the week this year. I have, but with that said, I think two teams battling it out. I have a draw. Confidence in two. Hmm. Um, I don't see this as the game of the week. Can't can't. You never call this game. Yeah, I, I can't say that. If anything, <laughs> may maybe the Toronto NYCFC game. I would say seems a little bit more intriguing. Um, but Minnesota, I I didn't have them in the playoffs. Uh, so again, I'm not sure if is Portland that bad, or did I just misread? Minnesota, because uh, three goals in Portland is, you know, not, not something that you should just, um, you know, look the other way from. Um, but ugh, they stay on the West Coast. I, I feel like if they could do it to Portland, I still think San Jose is better than Portland. I still think Minnesota can get a result here. I'm going to go ahead and agree with David. I'm going to take the draw in this game. Confidence of two. Kansas City versus Houston. You look Kansas City. How do we feel about them this week? Bobby. I mean, if we're basing it off of uh, last week's game against Vancouver, their three-one win in an you know in in an away stadium. I mean, that's pretty damn impressive. Um, I'm like, is SKC actually back? Um, cause they were the, they were my arch nemesis of balls and beers last season. <laughs> I, re- I um, remember that. So I'm very, I'm being very, very hesitant. It's like going back to an ex-girlfriend. I'm not sure. <laughs> um, but Houston, you know, I really don't believe that they played, um, anything inspiring against the galaxy last week. 
I really don't see them being that much of a threat in Kansas City. Um, so I'm going to go with Kansas City. It looks like they're strong. They're going to be at home. Confidence of two. All right. David, where do you stand? Uh, Kansas City looked uh, impressive last week against um, against Vancouver. But then again, Vancouver, not a great team. Um, Houston against the Galaxy didn't look all that great. They managed to get their goal, but I think that was more the Galaxy shooting themselves in the foot than anything else. Um, I have Kansas City winning their home opener. I have a confidence of three. I'm not going to quite say Kansas City's back because it was against Vancouver, but they look good. I actually had Vancouver with an upset. Granted, it was only one point, but uh, that was more the venue than it was the team. And um, we talked about Alan Polito. Well, he 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 gets on the score sheet, scores the first goal with Kansas City. I think that's uh, one of many goals that will come. I think Kansas City probably does get back on track. Houston, again, I think might be a little deceiving. They didn't lose, but they created chances. None of them were on target. I want to say that's rust, and I want to say that you know further along into the season. That should probably fix itself. However, Houston isn't at home, and they struggle mightily on the road. They're a much better home team than they are a road team. Kansas City, home opener. I think they'll be flying high. That's a tough venue to play in. I am going to take Kansas City in this game, and I'm going to go ahead and lock it. I'll give Kansas City a five. Colorado versus Orlando. Now, normally this... This last year would have been automatic garbage cup. Now, traditionally, you see these two teams, and it probably should be a garbage cup. But Colorado goes into D.C. and gets a victory. Another one of those deceiving teams, or is this for real? Bobby, what do you say? Look, I think Colorado does have the Kamara boost, man. Um, he had him last year, too. Orlando. Kamara huh? was on there on the team last year, too. Yeah, he was there last year. Was yep. he? Yeah. Was he knee injured or no. something? Nope. No? Well, then I'm just paying attention. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, they have the Kamara boost and the Bobby's paying attention boost. <laughs> <laughs> they do. They do. That's why I'm That's going with Colorado. Difference. Confidence of three. That's the difference. <laughs> Wow. David, what do you got? Um, I, I disagree with you, Lewis. I think that you look at this and this is still the garbage cup, except the garbage is only on one side. Um, Colorado is going to run over this Orlando team. I have Colorado locked. Confidence of five. A lock for Colorado. Man, you guys are swinging your points all around. <laughs> so Colorado, as I said, goes uh, across the country and gets a victory against DC United. That uh, all three of us. I mean, we all had them in the playoffs. We we pretty much said Colorado's going to be the same trash team. They may still be, but didn't look so much in the uh, in week number one. Orlando trash team. Now they're going on the road in altitude against. I got to assume a confident Colorado team. Home opener for them. I'm swinging my points around. I also have Colorado locked here with the five. <laughs> Jesus. Seattle versus Columbus is our next game. David, where do you stand? Man, 
Seattle. So Seattle's out of CCL, right? Um, last week they were struggling until Jordan Morris came on, and then he just took over, and he is a game changer for them. Um, there because they were dominant after that. Uh, Columbus looking pretty good, you know, gutted out a one zero win against a team that we figured we all figured was going to be the top of the East. Um, I think that this is a sort of stalemate. I think this is going to be a draw. Confidence too. Bobby, what say you? Honestly, I kind of think this may be a bit of a game of the week. I think this may be very um, action packed. Yeah, I feel that. Uh, I really, I also don't think either or team will actually allow a draw to happen. Um, I'm going to go with Seattle win. Confidence of three. Mm. Interesting. Um, I said it last. Uh, I think last week, uh, I, th- I think David asked if Columbus NYCFC was a game of the week. And I said, you know, I can't, I, I can't get a game of the week with, um, with Columbus. I just find them very, very dull and boring. And I, I just really can't get behind them last week. Again, hard to gauge. You played an entire match, a man up. I, I cannot see if you're good or not. Granted, you're playing against a good team, but you had a man advantage. You had a man advantage. Like, th- th- there's going to be a huge uh, difference in stats and gameplay, um, and you were barely able to squeak out a 1-0 victory. So I don't know how to gauge you right there. Um, now you got to go to Seattle, another tough game. Uh, presumably, you're going to be 11-on-11 11 11 in a very tough venue I Seattle kind of shook my confidence a little bit, struggling with Chicago, but they are at a CCL now, so they don't have to worry about rotation. They don't have to worry about uh, resting players. Um, but I also feel that Columbus may very well get a result, and Seattle might shoot themselves in the foot. There's something about Seattle in the beginning of the MLS season that I just don't trust. I'm going to go ahead and go with a draw here with a confidence of two. Moving on to Portland versus Nashville. How do you gauge these two teams? Because I have a tough time gauging these two teams as well. David. Uh, you, you know, Mashley, um, Mashley, Nashville. Mashley. Uh, Mashley. Uh, you still almost, you still said it kind of weird. Nashville. Let me start over. Portland didn't look that impressive against Minnesota. Uh, Nashville. However, up against Atlanta, didn't look awful. They were they were hard to play against. I feel like um, now, of course, we heard the news uh, overnight uh, last night or, or overnight last night. Um, there was a tornado that hit uh, downtown Nashville and um, devastated the the city. Uh, there there have been. Um, you know, casualties reported, and I, I believe Lewis, you you said that David Akam's uh, home might have been uh, part of the, uh, the one of the structures that was yeah, damaged, I, destroyed. Yeah, I think he actually posted pictures. Oh, okay. Um, so obviously, um, maybe they're going to be a little bit distracted, but it could also be the thing that kind of galvanizes them and, and puts them. Uh, you know, it feels like they they can go on the road and get something out of this. So I think. Um, I think I'm going to go as far as giving them a draw. Uh, so I have a confidence of two for Portland and Nashville. Draw. All right. Um, yeah, I have a... Uh, Not me? 
I'm sorry, Bobby. I did not get to Bobby. Sorry, sir. Jeez, I'm already forgetting about oh, it. Oh, yeah. Um, look, Nashville was very Nashville. Uh, their uh, opening game was uh, was interesting to watch, and it was it was it was pretty cool. Uh, they uh, they also I don't know if you guys saw this. They also do a on on spot record press of the radio goal call whenever anybody makes a goal, um, and then they give the record to the to the. Oh, that's cool. I didn't. I missed that. No, no. Yeah, yeah. So right there on the spot, they press a record from the radio goal call of them calling the goal. They also um, have Moses in the stands. The, oh, that was the best. <laughs> did, Lewis, what did it say? It said, let my people goals. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> it was awesome. awesome. Uh, Eagles, Eagles was awesome. right up there and, with the uh, U.S. Women's National Team Eagle and uh, Teddy Goldsvelt. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> awesome. Man. Awesome. Well, um, but David said it. You know they were they were they weren't a, a easy rollover team on Atlanta for Atlanta on that game. Uh, they did they did really well I think uh, to uh, against uh, such a formidable opponents and you know Portland. You know like we're saying they 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 did bad against Minnesota. So I'm sometimes I'm I'm kind of like if Minnesota can do it why can't you do it? So I'm thinking Nashville may take this. I'm gonna go ahead with the confidence of two. So once again Bobby with the. Expansion team win. I I'm not he, really he loves sure. It. Yeah, he does. Um, I, I'm not sure what to make this. I mean, exactly. Portland may very well be that bad. Nashville maybe not as bad, but it, it's only one game. It, it's really hard to to see what the, what these teams are going to be like this week, let alone you know three months from now. The tragedy that's happened in Nashville, I mean, they they could be playing with heavy hearts, which could, you know, um, hurt their on-field performance. But at the same time, it could go the other way. They could be playing for an entire city that needs a pick-me-up. They had a hell of a a crowd in their opening game. So maybe this is what they need. Maybe this is the the motivation to go in there and uh, get a win or get a result. Couldn't pick a winner. I'm going to go with a draw. <laughs> Confidence of two. LAFC versus Philadelphia. David. Fuck LAFC. Um, the last game of the week. Uh, <clears throat> they looked a little sluggish against Miami. Um, but, you know, Vela got it done. Um, Philadelphia's defense... Swiss cheese, man. They looked terrible. They looked really bad against Dallas. Um, that's a recipe for disaster for Philadelphia. This is LAFC win. Lock it. Have confidence of five in LAFC. Bobby? I say this more than I'd like to. A lock for LAFC. Uh... Yeah, uh, what am I going to say? It's three points. Uh, uh, Philadelphia, as I said earlier, is just uh, a team that, at the very, at the very best, they're probably going to be a bubble team. LAFC more than likely will probably repeat as Western Conference champ. Or no, I'm sorry, um, uh, number one seed in the Western Conference going into the playoffs. Um, no CCL game this week, so they got a full week's rest. I'm not sure if they return next week or not. Either way, I still think LFC is deep enough 
to handle Philadelphia at home, even if it's if it takes a spectacular goal to beat them. I still think it's enough. I also got LAFC winning. Fuck them. Five points for them. And finally, guys, our LA Galaxy has its home opener against the Vancouver Whitecaps. Mr. Galaxy, let's hear it. As much as I am not so thrilled about the level of quality that the Galaxy has already just displayed on the first game, there's no way that I believe that the Galaxy will go down to Vancouver at home in the opening game uh, at home. Uh, there's just no way for me. So I'm going alls out, balls out, lock it, double down, my Galaxy for the win. And again, true Mr. Galaxy fashion. All in on his galaxy. All 10 points. David, where do you stand? So is this the point where we say, hey, side bets? <laughs> what is your side bet? Because I got one too. Okay. Um, my side bet is um, Jonathan gets a goal in this game. Okay. That's my side bet. So. But what what would my my points be like? What, uh, what what does that look like? Well, I guess it, that would depend. How many points are you wagering on the game, and what's the outcome? And I, uh, that should matter. That should have no. That should have no bearing on what this side bet. What this what this would would plus for me. We should figure this out later. All right. Uh, back, back to my actual prediction, David. Um, the, the if, Galaxy, if, if if Jonathan was on the scores, I will give you. I, I will clap. No. Well, no. I'll, I'll give you an applause. With your hands. With my hands. Oh, not interested. <laughs> um, uh, the galaxy gutted out a draw. What else? <laughs> Use I your mean, imagination, can, Bobby. Yeah, I, um, I can dick slap you if you want. Why to. would you want that? <laughs> I'll dick slap you, fool. Don't worry about it. Easily. Win or lose, I'll do it. Stay away from this poo poo lala, okay? <laughs> <laughs> um, the galaxy, they gutted out a draw last week. Something that they hardly ever did. Last season, um, this to me was a good sign. Well, uh, uh, you know, good and bad. Um, they should have they should have got it out a win, but they didn't. So whatever they you know they they still managed to to draw the game. I think that um, last year that's a galaxy loss. Um, Vancouver looks bad, just poor, poor, poor. I think that this is the game that Chicha gets off the mark. I think he scores at least two goals. I have the Galaxy winning on opening day at home. <laughs> Give me a double down. Ooh. So, yeah, ten. ten. Yeah, ten. Yeah. All right. So that's two double downs for the Galaxy. You act like you didn't know what a double well, down. Well, I didn't. Well, <laughs> big old pause. He, so that means what if he uh, bet three and he wanted to double it to six? Uh, I guess what you're saying. All right, all right, all right. Um, okay, so the Galaxy, as Bobby said, uh, didn't look great, but it wasn't as awful as everyone made it out to be. It's a road win. It's game number one. There was literally no team in the entire league that looked like they were ready to compete for MLS Cup. There was so much rust. There was so much fatigue. Every team was struggling on the field, win or lose, it, it was uh, it was a hell of a grind in, in week number one. Uh, the Galaxy come home, home opener, 
let's be honest, that stadium is going to be rocking. It is going to be electric. The V-Block will make its regular season debut. Um, you're going to have, uh, obviously, the, the Chicharito bump. Um, you're going to see some new fans in attendance. It, it's going to be on another level. Um, I know. I can't wait for it. I think oh, Jonathan Dos Santos is back, or at least he's projected to be back. That is going to be... Not, it's not confirmed, I, is it? I want to say it's half confirmed. I think there was, that there was yeah. a target. The target was to bring him back. I think they honestly could have yeah, brought him back. Yeah, that was the back. target, but I mean... Honestly, I think they, they could have brought him back for Houston, but there was no need to rush him. And I, I think yeah. they, will, they, they held him out for Vancouver. I think he's going to be there. You're going to see a huge difference in quality of play simply by having Jonathan in there. I think he is the real... Not in the traditional sense, but he's the MVP. He's the most valuable piece on that field. No, he's totally gonna he's totally gonna unlock a lot of things that we're not seeing right, right now. Um, and you're playing against Vancouver, not good. I think we have them at the bottom of the standings, all of us. And it kind of showed in game number one. Now they gotta go on the road. My side bet, they've already said it. Chicharito is gonna score in this game. He's going to score in this game. And that stadium is just going to erupt. Absolutely erupt. I don't care if they were up 4 nothing already and he scores a fifth one. <laughs> It'll still erupt. Um, for that reason, uh, Bobby said it. I, I honestly cannot see this, the Galaxy losing this game. Their home opener against a weak opponent. I got the Galaxy locked. It's a five. I got a second double down. I'm going to go ahead and bump this game up to a 10 as well. We all got the Galaxy with a maximum of 10 points. What a boring Balls and Beers week. No no Balls and Beers Cup, right? One Balls and Beers Cup. Ah. Yes. <clears throat> yeah, you should you should pay attention to Bobby. Uh, that's What? I was listening. That wraps up <laughs> week number two. Once again, guys, we thank you guys for listening and go ahead and continue submitting your picks. We had a, uh, uh, a nice little turnout for week number one. We got some new players in there, uh, some new names that I had not seen before. I want to see some more new names, guys. I want to see uh, um, more entries. And by all means, call us out. Challenge one of us. Call us out and say, I want to challenge David or Bobby or or myself. Um, I, I think we uh, that makes it a little bit more fun. I think we would be up to, uh, uh, for the challenge and the banter. Um, and um, as always, thank you for listening. And we'll see you guys next week. This is David and Bobby signing off. Bye. Later. Thanks for playing. Bye.